Oh, good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning. Yes. All of you. Everybody. That claps for you. That claps for me. Those claps are for our special guests this morning. They're definitely from for Victoria Hyla Maldonado tuning in all the way from Door County, Wisconsin. Good morning to you, Victoria. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Who are you? I'm Bob Lockwood. <laughs> <laughs> up. Back, back again. Back again. Back again. How you feeling? Uh, you know, I'm feeling good. It's it's Monday. You know, it's a little overcast, which it is. It's like a Batman movie. It, out there. it really is. You know, and you know, with our city, kind of looks like sometimes Gotham's. Well, Gotham City is Chicago. Yeah, it's true. Gotham City is Chicago. That's true. But yeah, and all the Batman, even the the animated series, mm-hmm. uh, was always a gloomy day. There's never yeah. a sunshiny day in any of the well, because all that stuff happens in uh, Metropolis. Well, Metropolis is where Superman's from. I know that's the city over. No, it's not. Yeah, it's two cities over. Metropolis, because it's like it's like well, it models it's New like, York. Yeah, Metropolis modeled New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, so it's like it's like Metropolis, Gotham, and then Bloodhaven. What's Bloodhaven? Bloodhaven's like the like the the really bad city. Okay. Well, we're nerding <laughs> it up this morning on the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Good morning to you guys. It is eight oh four a.m. It is Monday, August 9th. and we are here. We have each other. Uh, we got a lot of things to talk about today. We've got the local news and headlines that you guys know and love. We're also going to talk a little bit of small business with our buddy Bob here. And we have topics to wax poetic on as well. Uh, but before we get started, let me give you a couple of quick uh, quick headlines and quick blurbs for you guys. Uh, and also, we're going to crowdsource and see how the weekend was for you awesome people. Did you have a good time and what did you do out there? Garfield Park, 11 a.m., Thursdays, um, and coming up on August 19th, all ages. That'll be bilingual story time. Shout out to our friends at the Aurora Public Library. Also, don't forget, well, yesterday, there was a great back-to-school ice cream social at McCarty Park. That went very well. Saw some footage of that. Shouts out to our city of Aurora and youth services. Simon Rodriguez, all the people was out there yesterday. Uh, okay. Coming up, you guys, and uh, this is very important, the very last dates for uh, senior meals. Our state representatives, Stephanie Kiffewitt, Barbara Hernandez, and Keith Wheeler are partnering with the Kane Senior Council and St. Athanasius Greek Orthodox Church to provide free frozen meals to seniors once a month, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on prescribed Mondays. The last two dates are August 16th, and September 13th. So if you know a senior who can benefit from these free frozen meals, please uh, let them know. Bring them out. 1855 5th Avenue in Aurora. Shouts out to St. Athanasius. And then uh, something cool for parents. The uh, Family Leadership Council. Blue Cross and Blue Shield are hosting that next round of the council. Family members, community partners, and parents are all encouraged to take part. There's still time. Um, from noon to 1 p.m. on Wednesday, the 18th of this month. Uh, it's a great way to learn and engage with other parents and uh, relevant stakeholders. So come on out and learn for that. And the link to this great initiative, I almost said like something else, uh, initiative. Initiative. That's the word of the day. Initiative, initiative is the word of the day, but you got to say with some spice. You got, uh, initiative. Initiative. You got to like, <laughs> sound like, like you own it. Initiative. <laughs> 
Oh man. It's like adding world. Esquire to your name. <laughs> Esquire. Just just throw that out there. Right. Like, ooh. Get this man his burger king. <laughs> okay. Um, so Dan Barrero's here. Good morning to you, Dan. Good morning to you, good sir. And also Dan is our newest patron on Patreon. Awesome. So Thank Dan, you. we have your uh, good morning, Aurora Mug here at the studio for you. I sent you a message on Patreon, sir. So whenever you have time, we can coordinate for you to come get your message. We appreciate it, brother. Um, so, Bob, first things first, how was your weekend? My weekend was fantastic, full with parties. Okay. You know, being in the entertainment industry, it's it's weird because your week starts on Friday. Right. And right. Like, you're like, you're, like, you're, 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 your weekend is like, okay, it's uh, this is like my Saturday, you know? Right. And like, you know, so, but uh, it was, it was... It was fun. There was obviously always, there's always a few challenges, a few little bumps, but nothing you can't overcome. Right. Adapt and overcome. Challenges and bumps in your line of work, though, are typically in the form of customers, parents, clients, et cetera, right? Or there's yeah. some game challenges. Maybe something's well, some, update. Sometimes, well, that that's, uh, if Fortnite's listening, uh, Epic Games, I'm sure they are. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they will please, be. Please, please don't, like, drop updates like, on a Saturday morning. Right. You know, like, can you get that stuff buttoned up on Monday, Tuesdays? Right. You know, for all of us game theaters exactly, and people, yeah. you know, so we're not. 11 right. kids ready to go. Parents are here with lemonade. Oh, now <laughs> updating. Crazy. One of 18. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. And and we use 5G, so it takes forever. It's all wireless. It's all, like, and, right. the, you know, the fact that I was able to, over the weekend, use my phone to, like, do some of the stuff, it's just amazing to me, like. I mean, where technology has gone. Oh, yeah. And, and especially, uh, well, video game technology, entertainment technology. Yeah. I saw there's a great Facebook page. It shows a lot of the advertisements from the 80s, uh, you know, late 70s, yeah. early 80s. And boy, you see the, the, the price of what a Nintendo used to be. Now you can get them at any garage sale for two bucks. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was like, I mean, it was yeah, a considerable was... amount of money, you know, $400. And when I ran it first came out to yeah. 300, you know, yeah. uh, crazy. It was crazy. It was, yeah, that was, you know, and then cartridge games were $20. Yep. And it was Ooh. like, that's, I mean, but that back then that was like 60 bucks. That yeah. was like, yeah, put on 20 bucks for this game. Yeah. Be Yikes. Good. Yep. You're going to be mowing lawns for <laughs> months, kid. <laughs> All right. If you're just tuning in, we are the second largest city's first daily news podcast. And our friend Victoria Hallam Maldonado, she is in Door County, Wisconsin. Shouts out to Door County, Wisconsin. Oh, Shouts nice. out to the whole United States. But Door County, what is up? Um, Wisconsin's a beautiful state. Lots of great area. Good country out there. Yeah. If you're a fisher, good fishing out there. Uh, lots of open green land. It's a great place to be. Best place for cheese curds. Uh, Kristen Berman Chambers is here. Good morning to you, Kristen. Tia, good morning to you. Jen Ingram, Corinne's Kitchen. Jen Ingram are amongst many other successful businesses. Good morning to you, dear sister. And Tracy Duran, all of our people are here. The time is now 8.09 a.m. All right, so check this out, guys. The Family Leadership Council link for Blue Cross and Blue Shield, if you want to take part in that last day, is, or excuse me, it's taking, taking place on August 18th. The link for that is in the chat. Uh, sign up at your leisure. Okay. Is that free for everybody? Is that It is absolutely free. Awesome. Absolutely free. Highly encouraged. Uh, once again, the Family Leadership Council is a group of youth, parents, and community partners joining forces with Blue Cross Community Health to address issues and discuss opportunities regarding children's behavioral health and special needs. The goal is to create a team of advocates, members, caretakers, family members to better understand the experiences of families accessing public services 
on behalf of their children. Come make an impact on improving health outcomes for Illinois children and youth. Okay, now let's 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 talk. Let's talk. First of all, how was your weekend? Let us know in the chat how your weekend was. Shouts out today. Coming in crazy. Uh let us know what you did over the weekend. Let's check in and make sure that everybody had a safe time. Uh, but the first thing that we're going to talk about today on the news is the Aurora City Council is set to vote on contracts worth more than a million dollars. Now, this is for delayed projects. Um, all right. Aurora is looking to move ahead with road projects that were delayed a bit by the coronavirus pandemic. City Council is set to vote tomorrow on engineering contracts for three projects. Finance Committee previously recommended the contracts. One is for $268,347 with Stanley Consultants Incorporated to do engineering on a more than $2.5 million project to modernize five traffic signals along Indian Trail between Edgelawn and Highland. The project will also resurface the roadway. It's one of nine projects the city received funding for through the Kane Kendall Council of Mayors. They oversee federal highway funding. This was last year. The engineering money will be paid out of Rebuild Illinois monies. Aurora received $2.5 million in federal funds for the project and will pay the rest out of motor fuel tax funds. The project will likely not be done until 2025. The second contract recommended was $616,687 to be paid for by motor fuel tax money with HR Green Incorporated of Yorkville for improvement of 12 traffic signals along Galena Boulevard from Constitution Avenue to Locust. Again, the city was granted $2.5 million in federal funds for the project with the rest being paid for by the city with motor fuel tax money. Much of the old signalization along this stretch of road, excuse me, much of the signalization along this stretch of road is old, outdated, and wearing out. That's according to Tim Widener, the city's engineering coordinator. Alderman Bill Donnell, 4th Ward, agreed and said this is an important project. Quote, this is a gateway to downtown. This project, in addition to the last, is due to be done in 2025. The third contract is uh, for $347,547 with Crawford, Murphy, and Tilly of Aurora for the widening of Sullivan Road from Edgelawn to west of Randall from two to three lanes and enclosing the drainage system. The project also includes insertion improvements at Randall Road. The city also was awarded $2.5 million in federal funds for this project. The time is now 8.14 a.m. You are listening to Good Morning Aurora. Development, development, development. What do you think about that, Bob? You know what? I think uh, I'm you know, pretty conservative on stuff, but I think this is a great use of taxpayers' money, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, because this is what the government is supposed to do. Supposed yeah, I mean this. Right. I mean, you know, everybody kind of sometimes complains and bitches at the aldermans or whatever. It's like, listen, they're there to make sure the trash is out and the potholes are filled. Right. <laughs> you know, I know that's oversimplifying, but well, no, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's, it's not because uh, you know, at, at at the level of us, the citizen, 
our wards, our streets, our neighborhoods that we live in, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's right. That's what we want to see. Like to see it. Yeah. And uh, it looks like it's not, I mean, it's coming out of gas tax. So those are people that are using the road. So it's not like, hey, it's coming out of uh, grocery tax or something. Absolutely. It's coming out of like, hey, you're using the road because you're filling up. Right. And by the way, those are people that are visiting too. Keep that in mind. That gas tax could be, you could be people that are visiting, not just regular everyday people. Right. So. Yeah. Um, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I think, um, so A, I'm happy to see any development that makes the city look good. Absolutely. Um, in addition to that as well, I'd like to highlight that, you know, it wasn't that long ago I had an individual sitting, well, we got a new set, so, <laughs> but they were sitting not far from where you're sitting now, and they said, and I'll paraphrase, one of the things the city should be doing is fixing our roads, Curtis. And here we are on Monday, August 9th, <laughs> and you're reading about it. I mean, I mean, we can give, right? That's, that's a shout out. That's a, that's a, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, Rome's not built in a day, nor there was a war. Exactly. exactly. Oh, I like that. I like that. That was a good one, Bob. Okay. Uh, Norma Peterson is here. Good morning, dear friend. Good morning, Norma, Norma. Peterson. Norma, friends all around. Okay. Um, so I saw a lot of good stuff happen over the weekend. Again, where were you guys at over the weekend? What'd you do? What'd you see? Did you go anywhere? Did you see anything cool? Let us know about that in the chat. Um, McCarty Mills had some good stuff. Corinne's Kitchen had a pop-up. Saw the good yummy food and everything. I was buried in W-E-R-K. Uh, so I was unable to go out and partake. And in addition to that, you know what I discovered? What you got? I discovered that, like, snakes are around in Aurora. Yeah. I mean, not just the, uh, so, you know. No, I mean like the actual reptile. <laughs> like, like, like reptile. Right. I know you were probably trying to, you, 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 what you were doing there, what you were, I couldn't, I couldn't you know, pull it what together. you were. Yeah, and that sorry. was kind of funny to watch happen. It was like a slow motion car wreck to see you try to like, because like, if you would have came with something real quick, that would have been juicy. That would have been hitting the clap button for that. Yeah. But no, that was. That well, was, I got I don't. I want to be careful because I want to be respectful. Right? Exactly. We're on, we're exactly. on, the, on exactly. the radio here or whatever. Um, but uh, so I'm standing in the backyard. I'm taking out the trash. And I walk to the garage. And throw the trash away. And I'm walking back. And something just told me, like, spider to look that. Yeah, spider senses were tingling. And I think I heard, like, a hawk or something like, arr, arr, bird or prey. There was a snake sliding through my legs, going his merry way, trying to find some grass. He was getting away from that hawk. I think, yeah, exactly. Yeah, a little, oh, yeah, hell no. little Let's garter go. snake, yep. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, actually, it was pretty did, big, too. Did it, did, like, spoof you? Did you get, like... No, I like snakes. I like snakes. I used, to, right. I used to own like a bunch of snakes. Really? Yeah. I had one time in life, I had three snakes. Wow. Yep. That's three more than I think I'll ever own. I love reptiles. I, mean, I, I don't mind them. I think they're cool. Yeah. But, uh, um, you know, I don't get spoofed by them. But I just like not. Uh, not a, not, not gonna, a fan? I'm not going to. I don't. I don't like to own any animals. Like, you know, because I, I just, like. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. This may get us some hate mail. All hate mail goes to Curtis, but uh, I just don't want to take care of animals. I got you. You know, I mean, like, I just. No. I've got two children and, and my nephew, so I got three. I, three find, that, I find that way more respectable than these people who 
by a you know a reticulated python <laughs> when it's nice and you know Adorable. the size of a ruler yeah right oh let's it's cool let's feed it mice now let's feed it gerbils and the thing is now the size of your bathtub yeah and you you know you and Bubba take it out one night and just release it into an open field in Florida that you know that's yeah. that's what's crazy yeah and then that becomes dinner for something else right yes. not much though. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's see here. The struggle is real, Bob. That's according to Norma. Shouts out for real. The Hollywood Nights concert was awesome on Friday. Ooh. Very cool. We All had right. some new movies come out, too. We did. Uh, I, I'm sure. You, did you catch any? I know I didn't. I did not. I, I, I did not. I get the. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, the talk of two old men right here on Good Morning Aurora. <laughs> no, uh, but you know what I did watch over the weekend? Uh, and we got to get back to the headlines. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 what we did, what I did watch over the weekend, I watched a very, uh, a very old school movie, Cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand Luke? Paul Newman? Vaguely remember that. Great movie. Okay. All right. Uh, don't forget... DuPage County Expungement Clinic taking place on Saturday, October 2nd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. The location will be at the DuPage County Administration Building located at 421 North County Farm Road in Wheaton. Many things on your record may be eligible for removal or sealing. The team will help walk you through the process of clearing your record. Volunteer attorneys will help prepare and file requests to have your record cleared for free. Shout out to participants and sponsors such as Prairie State Legal Services, DuPage Legal Aid, and Illinois Access to Justice. Registration is required. There's a link. I'll get you that link here in about 821 seconds. Okay, so we'll start counting. All right. And also, tomorrow is the day. Several of our other friends and community partners are coming together for the annual triad. Picnic for seniors. Oh, oh. It is on. Kane County Triad is hosting the event. It'll be tomorrow, the 10th, Tuesday, from 1130 a.m. to 130 p.m. at Phillips Park Pavilion, 1000 Ray Moses Drive. The cost is $3. Shouts out to the Fox Valley Park District, Aurora Township, and many others. $3. That's three bucks. Is it just for seniors or man? You can't beat that. Do you have to like how do how do you how do you do that? Do you have to like show an AARP card or? Well, you are <laughs> just kidding. You're like 58, so I think that you might qualify. <laughs> Something like just that. Had to bust the cap Times like bed. four. You know, it, you're like oh man, I didn't realize he's that old. Um. All right. So let's move on to the next topic. The time is now 8:21 a.m. You guys. All right. So we told you about the city council. Set to do great things. Uh, our new chief of police begins his duties. As you guys know, Kristen Zeman's last day was Friday, and now our new chief of police is uh, Mr. Keith Ross. Friday was the official changing of the guard of the Aurora Police Department, with Kristen Zeman departing as police chief in Aurora and Keith Cross assuming the duties. Zeman announced earlier this summer that she'd retire from the Aurora Police Department after 30 years of service. She started in 1991 as a police cadet and rose through the ranks to become Aurora's first female police chief in 2016. Mr. Cross, who grew up on the east side of Aurora, has been a member of the department since 1994 and started his career as a patrol officer before rising through the department to become the new police chief. The public swearing-in ceremony for Cross will be held on Wednesday at 6.30 at East High School. Registration is required to attend that. Uh, yeah. So, 
I saw some photos. So let's uh, of that. Let's uh, uh, chop it up. The time yeah. is eight. 22 a.m. I, I saw some photos of that, and uh, it, they looked emotional. I mean, like, uh, uh, former chief Seema uh, was like, I mean, just tears of joy, sadness. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's I, I, we've all ended different things in careers and stuff, and uh, you know, was there ever a job you left that made you cry on the last day, or a position that you you know eventually went away from? Yeah, that's a great question. Um. Not necessarily made me cry, but I definitely was like I was saddened that 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 was that was ended. It closed a few studios. That made me sad. Man, like this is this is anywhere. studios. Stuff what? Like uh, now I know what you mean by studios in your yeah. But, but tell our listeners. So what you mean I, by studios. I, hold, I held. I had a. Uh, I rented a couple studios, and then I had uh, indie studio space. Uh, so it was like a collaborative working because you were a. You were a full-time photographer yeah. at that point. Okay. Yeah, photographer, video producer, and then I, you know, closed that and moved to Luigi stuff. And, okay, um, but that was a, that was kind of a sad day, right? You know? And uh, um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, I've, I've, you know, how about you? Have you? I have actually. Um, yeah, I I have. Um, so once upon a once upon a time, once upon a, so I have a dear friend named Desiree Battaglia. Shouts out to Desiree Battaglia. All right, I'll tell that, or you just called her out. One no, or two. no, <laughs> well, I, no. I'll tell you. I, I'll tell the. I'll tell you the. I'll tell you a story. The listeners. This was a big time in life for me. So, um, I got out the military, working for Edward Hospital. Everything is cool, um, but it just so happened that Edward Hospital. So I've worked there for like six years, and uh, it's a long story. This is another episode. This is a whole long story. This is in like the the, the memoirs. <laughs> anyway, Edward Hospital um, did something real shady, and, I, and it smelled like discrimination. It felt like it walked like discrimination. It talked like discrimination. So my mom goaded me into uh, into hiring an attorney to see if it was discrimination. Sure enough, it was discrimination. So. Um, they terminated me, and I hit them with the lawsuit. And you know, we had to work. They had to work it out with a brother because that was definitely discrimination. Anyway, so now um, I'm looking for a new position and everything, and I'm getting like, you know, discriminated against. Like I'm getting, you know, they they're they're blacklisted. Not blacklisting a brother, but they're 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 like, um, what's the term in movies where they keep giving you only one part? Typecasting. Typecasting. There you go. Hit the claps for Bob. Yeah. So they're typecasting a brother, right? Like, um, I went to go work at a place. They had a they had an administrative position open in the production department. I get there, right? Well, the the, I go there and they're like, uh, you know, bring a hard hat and glasses. You know, you got to have steel toe boots when you show up. So I bring the boots. It's a facility, so I, you know, yeah, yeah. I get there and they're like. No, the position is in the production. They want me to do like this hydraulic press. You know, like this is not administrative work in the production okay. department. This okay. is like, the, but you got to take it or leave it. And a brother had to take it at that time. Right, right. So a friend of mine, Desiree, she was working at a company called um, the Salem Group. Okay. The Salem Group is in Oak Brook. Anybody listening can check. This is facts. The Salem Group is in Oak Brook. It's a staffing agency. But they staff like corporate positions. It's on like Robert Half level, temp agency yeah, yeah, type yeah. of stuff, right? Yeah. 
She she met with you know she cleaned up her brother's resume. You know what I'm saying? Made it look look juicy, and she got me a job working for. So the Salem Group broke off and made another office in Aurora for their work, and it was a place called SLS Strategic Labor Solutions, and I was giving jobs to people. So now I'm hiring people. You know, okay. it's it was a hiring agency. You're like the hiring man. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Or right? Yeah. yeah Went yeah. from the bottom. To... What's up, baby? So here's what happened. I'm working and everything. And this dude, man, oh my God, there's this guy. So in this job, we were staffing like, we were staffing a lot of warehouse positions, a lot of picking, packing, sorting, pallet lift, forklift driving, all this other kind of stuff, right? And if anybody has worked in this industry, you guys will know this. Good morning to Ray Hall. Good morning to you, sir. Um, if anybody's worked in this industry, you know that like you have to build a rapport with the company. Yeah. So like Nabisco needs 10 people. They got us contracted to supply these 10 people. Right. You need to make rapport with the hiring managers, all these people. You yeah. need to. I was good at that. That is something you are good. At. I was. Come that's on, just, man. I, just, I hit the decks running in that yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. I was kicking too much butt. Now, listen, though. There was there's a, a company out. I think it's like Bolenbrook. Can't remember where it's at Bolenbrook. I'm going to settle on Bolenbrook for the purposes of this discussion. So look, I had these guys set up, right? This dude, true story, man. This was so stupid. The company just so happened to get a new like operations manager, right? Real hardcore guy. I never even got a chance to meet this guy because okay. the guy I was dealing with this guy, Miguel, he was really cool. But Miguel ended up going to another position, whatever the case may be. So now it's this new ops manager. I'm hearing he's a hardcore guy, whatever. So these guys were supposed to report to the job. Three of these guys were supposed to report on the job site and meet with the ops manager. His name was Bruce. Supposed to meet with Bruce. And then I'll get a report sometime around like lunchtime, whatever the case may be. It was a night job though, right? So these guys got to be there at like 7 p.m. Overnight job. So they go there. I meet them there. Cause that's how I was. No, nah, dog. Like, I, psh, you meeting me, I'm making sure that these people are here. They met me in the parking lot. Everything was cool. This one dude, guess what he does, man? He goes into the job. He reports. He goes into the bathroom. He does some kind of drug or whatever. I don't know what it was. Paraphernalia was later found. He goes out to the production floor. He damages some equipment that he just splits. Now, remember, this was 7 o'clock at night when I got him there. So the next morning, I come into absolute chaos, absolute hell. And uh, and they let me go. They let me go. Because it was, such a, it was such a fiasco. He damaged equipment in the facility and all that. He left drug paraphernalia there. So there was a little bit of an element like, but I didn't pat the guy's pockets down. That's not my job. This man was older than me. I was like 20, 20-something. 20 he was in his 40s. Yeah. So, so it was a bad situation. The contract was worth more than me at that point in time, and they, they terminated me. And I'm not going to lie, I cried, man. I went out oh. to the car, and I cried. Real shit. I couldn't let them see me yeah. cry. Yeah. I you, did, you, man. You know, you wanna, I did. I did. You know, and I mean, you don't want to cry public and right. whatever you, you, you yeah you I did, did the right man. thing I did I went outside and cried the lady though real real talk the lady actually so I had to go back there to pick up my last check right 
I walk in and it's just me and her. When I walked through the door, she was in the back. The door, you know, ding, ding, ding. The door. When she saw me, she came around. She hugged the brother. Because she knew the story. She knew I was getting typecast. You right? Yeah. You're like black dude, right veteran, now. but they giving me, you know, picking a pack. They giving me the bull, the BS, right? Right. She knew I was getting typecast. She hugged me and she said, "Look, put me down on your on your rest. Just don't put me down. Put me down. Put me down. Put me down. Tell them to text me, call me." And it just so happens that when I did get a new position, corp, when I entered corporate America, I put her top of the list, and whoever caught it was after that. I just kept going up. The time is now eight thirty-one a.m. Wow. All right. So that was a long story. That was. And if you're still listening, <laughs> you are definitely a fan of Curtis. Right, I right. am a fan of Curtis. And a good They're like, our first time listeners tuned in like, what the hell is this? Yeah, exactly. NPR story hour? I'm out of here. <laughs> this is crap. I thought I was going to get some news on this uh, show. Uh, All right. What you else are we gonna, got, baby? What else? We are going to get some, uh, some news, you guys. So... Uh, who is with us today? We've got Bob Lockwood today with us. Good morning to everybody. But we do have, uh, well, it looks like we got a little bit of. I love that, right? <laughs> Come on, guys. I really got... totally want to get that as my We got PBS Beats. <laughs> Nobody's been watching CNN anymore. Okay, listen yeah. to this. Aurora Downtown is hosting its first ever back-to-school block jam from 4 to 8 p.m. Saturday, August 14th, the event welcomes all ages to celebrate going back to school. The free event will be block party style on Stolp Avenue between Downer Place and Galena Boulevard. Three main areas will be featured in the closed off street, including art, entertainment, and free resources. Food and activities will also be part of the event. Local organizations will be set up with resources for all ages. Organizations include Alive Center, Addie Rubio, Casey Chitwood, what is happening, AID, YWCA, Helene, what's happening? Maybe we got somebody everywhere. Talented 10 Social Services, Natalie, Bonner, what's going on? Wesley Preschool, The Neighbor Project, Extra Big Shouts Out, City of Aurora, Youth Services, Simon, Aurora Regional Fire Museum, too many people to name. School District 129, 131, too many people to name. Obanzi Community College, Family Focus. Christina Campos, what is up? Culture Stock, Nicole, Anzelli, and more. The Perch, the Perch. Hold on. You know what we do when we mess yeah, up yeah. our words yeah, here. Let's sip it up, sip it up. All you at home, sip it. Ah, oh, slow it down, baby. Slow yeah. it down. Yeah, yeah. All right. The Perch will host a coloring table. Republic Library will end their afternoon Comic Con with an all ages cosplay parade departing from Santori Library, 101 South River Street to Stolp Avenue. Visiting food vendors will be Dr. Gillerson's EMT, Strawberries Barbecue, and Home Run Hot Dogs and Lemonade. Altiro, Latin Fusion, and Charlie's Creamery will be open for business. Very cool. Very, very cool. I like that. What a great line. Yeah. That is a great line. All right, the time is 8.33 a.m. Um, so the last time that you were on, Bob, you told us about Windy City Game Theater. Uh, for those who were not listening at that time, shout out to business again. What is Windy City Game Theater? What do you do? Yeah, so Windy City Game Theater, it's a mobile gaming experience. It's it's awesome. I love it. We got uh, four Xboxes, four, uh, excuse me, four Playstations, four Nintendo Switches, and an Xbox, mm -hmm. along with a partridge and a pear tree. And a whole bunch of video like games. Uh, like and uh, it's just, it's a great time. Air conditioned, so when it's hot as 
-hmm. Hades outside. You can, uh, you know, be all nice and cool. And now you now it's dark in there. You got black lights. You got glow yeah, got lights the, and everything. Yeah, we got the little LEDs and everything. And it is funny because um, when it's really like bright out and you've been in there for like an hour, right? You you do feel like you're coming out of the club. Like all these like eleven year olds are like, <laughs> like like lights are like oh my god the sun's so bright yeah you know so well uh, that's the that's the fun stuff when you're a kid yeah. man you know that's the uh, having your own little little thing is uh, it's a good time yeah it's it really is good fantastic time. so now you got a website you got Facebook you got mm -hmm. an Instagram yeah I uh, don't no, no Instagram no Instagram we're, we're, I'm gonna we're working on that yeah you yeah. gotta come on bro you gotta get with the times we, we man. do I mean you know I'm old, old school right you know. Facebook and the website. Uh, but right. I do have a Yelp account. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Now let's move on to some more news. So over the weekend, our friends of uh, League of Women Voters of the Aurora area had their garage sale. Or excuse me, yeah, garage fundraiser. Garage sale fundraiser. Yeesh. Um, it went well. Shouts out to them and their get out the vote activities. Okay. Age guy, Northeastern Illinois. We told you about this last week. Hosting the Senior Lifestyle Expo, the largest annual expo in the Midwest for older adults. This year's event will be virtual. Join for two days of educational sessions, memory cafes, entertainment, exhibitors, and more, all from the comfort of your own home. The event will take place August 17th and 18th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. The link to uh, register is also on our Facebook page. Hey, also, don't forget that the GAR Museum is back open now for oh, guests, awesome. visitors, and family. If you're not familiar with the GAR, that's the Grand Army of the Republic building on Downer Place. We were in a building a couple of, about a week ago, and we saw um, this parking lot wasn't there. And the, the, remember, we saw a building that, uh, right next to it was, it was the old uh, City Hall or the other part of the, because didn't they tear down part of the GAR? Yeah, yeah, there was renovations there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they right because it was sinking. Yeah, at one some, point in time. Like yeah, that, yeah. Um, but that's correct. That yeah. is correct. And there was a picture of it how what it used we, to look. I don't remember where we. I don't. I can't remember where we were at, but we saw it. And it's like holy smokes. Because the last building we were in was the building that we're not going to name specifically on air. Right. But that's on Broadway. That's right. Right. So. Okay. <laughs> Oh man! Um, you know the interesting thing about people when they drive by, they never look up. Hmm. You know, so many of our Aurora residents—they're probably really good singers—but they they drive past and never look up. Man, we're, hmm. we're we're lurking on people all of the time. Okay, um, so you guys want some more news? Well, here it comes. I want to tell you what else the city is doing. So all of our aldermen. Uh, so back to school is a big thing that's going on. And our aldermen and women have a lot of uh, back-to-school activities. Now, before I get to the next one, um, I do kind of want to get a sense. I, I want to talk about these activities with back-to-school stuff. Aurora seems to be the, um, the back-to-school capital. The back-to-school giveaway event capital of, of the world. It's, and it's funny because it's like... If anybody's got more than 10 toys, we got a back to school event. Everybody's got a back to school. And I'm saying this. Like, you know, one alderman's got one on here. One's got one here. They both got one on the same day. One's on this side of town, one's on this side. And I get repping it for your ward. 
But why not have like an alderman extravaganza? Like why not have it all aldermen and city council people like farmers market, right? All y'all are out here chilling. What do you think about that? So that's a great question. Um, obviously, I'm not an alderman, nor do I play one on television. But I, I think, like you said, they got to rep it for their people, right? So they've got to, you know, uh, you got McDonald's, you got multiple McDonald's all over the place. That's different, though. I, I understand, but I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm using it as an analogy, right? So you know, you got your alderman, and the aldermen represent that group of people. So it's a good way for them that's, to, that's and they true, also get bro. to take their funds, like. Uh, when you uh, support them for, um, what is it called, for whatever it's called, uh, election and stuff. They get to use that fund, those fund monies right. and stuff like that to, uh, right. to do different events and stuff. So, you know, I wish they would maybe, maybe they could stagger it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so they could have one. Or they could maybe have all the, the East of, uh, Aldermans, all the West of, Aldermans, maybe they all get together. I guess. Yeah. You know, no, you know, I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, but, you know, shout out to our shout out to the aldermen yeah. and women. This yeah. is their this is their major marketing. Uh, I mean, right. I know that's like, listen right now. Like, don't like, ruin it for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, this is their time where they get to like you know shake hands, kiss babies, right? You know, whatever, right? I mean, this is this is what aldermen do, right? You know, so Norma says, uh, what if people can't make it certain days because of work obligations? Point. 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 And Ray says, went to his niece's birthday cookout. He noticed familiar vehicles, but hardly anyone in the yard. They were all in the mobile gaming truck. Oh, shouts out. Congratulations. Yay! That's that's what happened. I mean, like, I'll tell you, they get locked in. It, realistically, when you do a, a game theater party, um, it, it is the easiest party ever. Right. I mean, because all the kids are just there. Just doing their thing. And parents are sitting around playing Pinochle. So what do the parents <laughs> do? <you know? laughs> All right, uh, so let's move on with the next news topic, you guys. So did you know that uh, face masks are now required for all Kane County government buildings? Um, all buildings, there is a new mask mandate for the city of Aurora. So all buildings, including City Hall, masks are not required, but for the Kane County Courthouse. Uh, and the reason why I bring this up is because I saw that uh, the efficiency in cases due to... Uh, cases being able to be handled remotely um, has increased. Like they're they're cycling through old cases and things like that, and getting work done via remote. And um, I had the pleasure of interviewing Jamie Monster. Oh yeah. And after our second interview, Jamie Monster had to jump on. Uh, for those who don't know, Jamie Monster is the state's attorney of Kane County, a great, awesome person. Uh, she jumped on court online i mean a brother was way in the, you know yeah but she jumped on uh on court online i thought that was i thought that was cool do you think we're i, I wonder do you think you're, we're gonna see more like online court type deal like judge duty i mean you know like that you know but do you think we're gonna see more of that like as a just in general like um yeah i do i do okay. i i think that i think that court being virtual, well, let me start over. I think that the, the current technological aspect that's been brought to court and allowed it to still go on for the cases like this, I don't think that's going to go away. I think that's going to get stronger because they were already having like virtual bond courts. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that, do you think that changes the dynamic? I mean, and 
the respect for the courts. If you're doing it on like your mobile device, you're like, okay, hey, what's ah. up, judge? You know, ah. like, yo, ah. you know I, what I'm oh, saying? Oh, like, okay. right? Because I remember, okay. I, I remember a okay. certain individual telling me a story when he looked fly, and they thought he was maybe an attorney. Went into a wrong, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and they're like, they're like, and the officer's like, yeah, you come on through, you. You're like, oh, okay, I guess, doty do, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, um. You know? No, I. Um, that's an interesting point, though. So, if I get you, let me ask you. So, let me make sure I got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the will people not feel the same validity or authority for the court because they're doing it virtually? Do I think that? Yeah. I think that there's a possibility that that could be. I mean, like... A small element of that. I do. Yeah, I mean, like, if you, you know... <laughs> I'm going to say this, and again, all hate mail goes to Curtis. Speaking but like, about, But, uh, but uh, if you're on, like, uh, you know, the court, and then all of a sudden you're like, this is whatever, and, you know, back in the day, that would be, that'd be contempt. But you're in your living room. Well, it's, you still, know contempt. What I'm it's still contempt. But, 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 I mean, like, it's... You're just like I mean I I think like people look at would would view it differently. You're in your living room. You're comfortable, right? You know you have, you know you may have just a shirt on, but you're rocking your heart yeah. shaped boxers, right? You yeah. Know, you know um, what I mean? Like you know like no, I I agree, but I, I think for like the serious cases and things like that, those still get handled in person. Right. Yeah. Um, but your traffic tickets, your right, exactly. But stuff like that, yeah. I mean, but people don't want to. You, I wouldn't want to be in my living room having the virtual court. And snap on the judge or something, and then now because you're not going to get it's not right that they're going to hit you with a virtual warrant. So, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> right. so, you know that's not an email. <laughs> yeah, so I, like, I, I would recommend yeah, for anybody right. like you like take it easy. Yeah, you know? but I'm look just, at it, look at it like, and look at it like an opportunity. I just wonder like if you're a little bit more. We don't go to court every day unless you're an attorney or a judge or something. And thanks mm. for your service if you do, right? But like, you, I feel like you have more respect. You have more like, I'm. It's like being at grandma's house. You're not never at, always at grandma's house, but you have you know a lot more respect, right? No, I understand. And I, I, that's why I'm like. But in your living room, you're like, right? Get my my Pepsi. Yeah. You no. know what? Right? Like, I mean, like you know. I think the uh, so the court system is actually interesting because um, so I did. I told you I did jury duty. No. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, really? Yeah, I did jury duty. That was a lot of fun. Um, and it wasn't virtual. Like, it was actually in the court. Um, but I did notice that I think it was two, it was a few courthouses down. And I read this in the article. This wasn't on the same day with jury duty. But a few courthouses down, all the courts there were virtual. So they were doing both. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the courts were virtual. I thought that was pretty cool and, and pretty efficient. Um Anyways, I mean, you know, I, I like the efficiency, uh, and and you know, justice is swift and all that. So that I mean, this is yeah changing everything. All right. So if you are just tuning in at home, the time is now eight forty six a.m. Jen Ingram tells us more rain, and Dan Burrell says some events draw thousands of people. The CISA event has huge lines. CISA is communities in schools. Um, yeah, they do. And they've got a, a whole lot more stuff going on. Alderman Emmanuel Lamas has his uh, event coming up. and That's going to be at the Aurora train station. Oh, nice. um, here's the thing for all of you listeners, too, and kind of want to take it back. Does anybody here remember back to school events when they were kids? 
Did they have back school events when you were a kid? Well, this was right when the dinosaurs were declared <laughs> extinct. I mean, uh, no, I, I kind of feel like they, well, the extent of the event was it was open gym and like ice cream at the school. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, it was in a, a lot of it was like you get to meet your teacher. Right. The classroom and all that stuff. That's what I kind of remember as a kid, like not these extravaganzas. Water park. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Like, I mean, like, you know, and there's something, there was something a little bit more wholesome about it. Right. I mean, you know, uh, than these big, big events and stuff, like that, which I don't mind. I think they're fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think like, you know, let's come back to school. We have some, you know, yeah, good humor. What about you? Did you have um, a back in the day? Well, the funny thing that I remember that's why I asked what we should look like. I remember the kind of, I remember being at school as well or on school ground. Yeah. Like the field opened up, right? Got tables. It's at school right. or maybe in the gymnasium. And it was an extravaganza and a bash. Like, yeah. I don't recall any kind of, like, back-to-school event when I was young, like, not being at the school. Right. Um, which, you know, times change. I, I, I like the fact that you, you like these places. Cause, so Aurora Township had a thing at their location, 313 Gale Street. Also, we got the information because today is Faye's Barbecue, mm. uh, all proceeds of which go to funding their youth programs. Um, but... You know, I like the fact that these facilities and places are doing events at their uh, locations. That's cool. That you is know cool. what I'm saying? For those of you just wondering why I'm looking at the same. Wait, people calling right on the show? I mean, yeah. do, are they calling callers? Or are they somebody? No, this is not a. This is not a. Uh, this is a telemarketer. Hey, you're in, you were looking for your car insurance, <laughs> right? Like, I don't even have a car. Right. Wait, wait, what? Right. Like, we can refinance a school loan. Yeah. Like, Same. thanks. Uh, yeah. Um, eighty-seven. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that when it comes to the. Uh, getting kids back to school events and stuff now, especially with education and everything, I think that I do like the fact that they're focusing so much on the kids having fun, doing their thing as they transition them to like a period for learning now. Right, yeah. You know, I think that that's, uh, that's really cool. Yeah, that, I mean, that is a fun thing. I, I, you know, I think it's cool. I and mean, it's, of course, we all had a bunch of the uh, back to school or, National night outs, mm-hmm. you know, that was those went week. well. Yeah, those went very well. I mean, the, yep, that was <laughs> legendary. You were in it Chicago, is. right? I was, yeah, uh, in Chicago. It was, it was, it was really packed, and they had a classic car museum. What part of Chicago were you? Oh, uh, this was like a hundred years ago. Uh, I'm trying to blank actually right now, but it was like, like almost like on the north side. Okay, um, but. Um, Picture all the cars, and I can picture the, the alderman that there's an alderman that rep, that uh, sponsored the truck, and I'm drawing a blank on his name. Okay, terrible person out there in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so those aldermen in Chicago, boy, we well, that's not the news for today. Yeah. Dan <laughs> says that he loves Faze. Dora Sanchez Soto says it was more like a roundup before school, and the back to school <laughs> the back to school <laughs> event organizers meet before to coordinate dates. Patrons seem to be happy because events are right sized. They're at capacity for each location, but the events are manageable. Everyone seems to be happy with them. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the main thing. As long as everybody's happy, kids right. are having fun. 
Okay. Um, so before we get to the last final part of the news, the time is now 8.50 a.m. Um, did you notice that um, right now cases are going up in, uh, in Kane County? Um, and we have that data. It was from the New York Times, actually. So Illinois was doing pretty good with cases. Mm -hmm. Now the cases are going up. Uh, the southern states doing worse. Their cases are, are very high. Um, we talked about Paramount Theater mm -hmm. last week. Yeah. Um, and need to show uh, um, vaccine. Mm -hmm. Uh, status and everything like that. So I was talking to a friend, and he he mentioned something pretty interesting to me. Like if if uh, if international travel is one of the reasons or one of the ways viruses spread, it would be just simple logic that. Proof of vaccination should should be a requirement for international travel in a post-COVID uh, environment. Sure. What do you think about that? You know, I am not. <laughs> what I think might be a, a different approach, but uh, well, that's what the I, show's I, about. The show's know, about I, different I, approaches, um, right? I mean, that's why it's not the it's not the Curtis monologue yeah. hour. Right? <laughs> right? I'd like to go back to that monologue. Let's <laughs> let's do that. Um, <laughs> You know, it's interesting that they talk about cases because, uh, you know, we've never really talked a whole well, lot about on. cases. Okay. Hold on, because oh, oh, we're not talking about oh, cases. Okay, we're talking about uh, international travel. You know, if that's what they want to do, you know. No, 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 no. It's not what, the, what, what do you think about yeah, that? I, th I, think, um, I think before they mandate anything, I think it should be fully vetted. It should be fully FDA approved. Uh, once it's get full green light because it's still on the emergency authorization use it, it you know if you're vaccinated great that's awesome but until it gets fully vetted fully you know you know that that that's kind of what i think have you traveled internationally i have not okay and i don't plan to why not well i mean not anytime soon i mean i got I know. I got like I responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like, family, like, like, right, like, right. Can't be taking know, like, trips to Rome like, like, while yeah, the kids I mean, are you like, know? like, like the most traveling we're doing is like Disney, you right, know, yeah, <laughs> like or, yeah, yeah. Universal or you know stuff like that. But um, um, I will say, uh, um, it was sad because we I don't want to say we forgot, but we did forget. But like, you can no longer go to Canada um, without a passport. Like, and I think we went they to just changed that though. Oh, yeah, did, recently we, something like that. We went to Canada's in the news because we went to. Well, back, back, well, first off, they closed the borders, but we right. went to Niagara Falls. And uh, I was like, oh, maybe we could just, like, you know, back in the day, you could just kind of hop the can Canadian border, show a driver's license, and be like, get back into the States, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no, none of that nonsense. Uh, let me stop you real quick, because I'm, I'm very jealous. I've not been to Niagara Falls yet, and I hear that it's one of the most beautiful sights to behold. What was it like? At Niagara Falls, it was it was amazing. It was it was really awesome. I, I was, I was gobsmacked. I mean, I haven't traveled a lot in the U.S. just in general, so that's mm -hmm. why I, like I'm really excited to travel more. Right. 
Uh, but it was it was gorgeous. It was it was so pretty, and um, my kids got to experience it, and they had a good time. Um, the the city was a little run down. Um, what city? The, the city of Niagara. Okay, it's in New York, but I think it's called Niagara. Oh, Niagara's a city. The city oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it was right. a little, it was a little little run down, but like um, they have the. I think it's still for sale. I don't know, but the Niagara Hotel, which definitely had a Cecil Hotel vibe to it, if you're familiar with the. That Cecil Hotel in California. Cecil? The Cecil Hotel in California? No. It's that, that one where the, the gal drowned in the water in the in the bucket or in the, the There's all sorts of like crazy things that's happened in the Cecil Hotel in really? California. Okay. Yeah, yeah. L- Urban legend up. kind of thing? Uh, no, no, like real like real okay. stuff gone down. Like, um yeah. wow. So but it definitely had that we watched my son and I watched these like, documentaries. Norma tells us that Canada opened up their border to vaccinated Americans. And uh, Jen Ingram says, my dad just explained about the Dam and Love Canal of Niagara Falls. We used to live near there. That is right. Jen Ingram's dad is a uh, state trooper. Shout out. Shout out. All right. Um, So the time is now 8.55 a.m. It's Monday. What does your Monday look like today? I got a full schedule, like always. There's always stuff to do. You know, no, there's no shortage of work. Uh, but uh, before I forget, uh, we got uh, Royal Business United as well this Friday. This Friday. This Friday. And that's uh, the second Friday, Friday let, the 13th. Uh, let everybody know what uh, Royal Business United is. So, Royal Business United is one of the greatest business groups out there. It brings together local leaders. So, aldermans, come on out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they would be just be aldermen. Like it wouldn't be older men's. You don't have to put an Alder S men's? on the end of that. What's it, when you get a, like a like a there's like when you get them like together, when you get a group of them. Well, the plural is already built into it. You know, alderman. Mm. Alderman. Really? It's not That's like a, it's like it's not so like alderman. Oh. Yes, you don't got to put an S on the end of that. So you would never say this is my alderman. Well, I guess oh, I never really thought about it. You'd say this is my alderman. Alderman. Or you'd say this is my older person. Yeah. Or you're standing with you know. Uh, alderman Patty Smith, you yeah. know, this is my older woman. You're standing with mm-hmm. Bill yeah. Donnell, this is my older man. But, you huh. know, tonight we have the meeting of all the aldermen. You don't have to say aldermen's. Aldermen's, okay. Yeah. All, okay. Yeah. There you go. Grammar with Curtis uh, today. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what, what would I look like if I let you? Yeah, exactly. Right? I love it. I love it. Uh, but the whole idea is to bring uh, government non-for-profits all the non-for-profit organizations and businesses all together to collaborate to network mm-hmm. uh it's at the santori library 7 30 to 9 uh we'll have guest speakers stuff like that i don't have all the stuff here because my phone is doing its weird thing but uh uh it is fantastic 7 30 to 9 a.m yeah. this friday yep coffee will be sponsored by job plus so I okay that. so yeah so it's a good time and you can also catch it on Okay. Uh, on the Facebook page of Aurora Business United. Yep. All right. Very cool. All right. Last topic before we go. Well, not topic. Last pieces of news, you guys. Um, so, sure, it's only September, but October will be here very soon. As you know, uh, as a reminder, our friends of the Fox Valley United Way are having their very first Halloween Hustle 5K and One Mile Fun Walk. Uh, it's a great fundraising event, the proceeds of which will ensure financial support for our children. Uh, so shout out to our friends of the Fox Valley United Way. The date is going to be October 19th, excuse me, 17th at 9 a.m. at Phillips Park. Okay, also, don't forget, get ready to get your golf on. 
Our friends at the Aurora Regional Chamber of Commerce, shouts out. They're hosting their Golf Classic Monday, the 23rd of August. Uh, the event will be held at Orchard Valley Golf Course, which is a beautiful course and location. Do you golf? I play divots. Promote your brand <laughs> and network with many business leaders and professionals who will be in attendance. Sponsorships are available. Get to know more about the Aurora Chamber and Orchard Valley by clicking the links that were not contained in the <laughs> mail sent. But <coughs> we made a post about it, and I provided you the links on Facebook. Look at okay. this. Guy's hooking you up. Hooking you up, man. Yeah. Hooking you up. Yeah. All right. Do you golf, by the way? Do I golf? Yeah. No, I do not. Okay. No, I, I mini, do not. Mini golf? Oh, yeah. I, I get down with the mini golf. Mini golf, right? Yeah. Small balls, big fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, Sunday the 15th, Ward 7 Alder Woman, Shakita Hart Burns. She's hosting her 34th annual Bigger Than a Backpack Back to School Bash. Nice. Uh, haircuts, hair braiding, school supplies, and a lot of fun. Food, a Zumba instructor. Zumba. So far, Sakita Hartburns is winning from what I hear. Zumba. No one's had one of those yet. <laughs> Live music and so much more. Face masks are required. The event will be from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. at Martin Luther King Park on Farnsworth and Grand on the east side. Uh, come on out and enjoy some fun. Okay. Uh, last things. Dad says, or excuse me, uh, Daniel says that Niagara Falls is a must. He took the family. It was an amazing experience. Yeah. I will check that out sometime, you guys. Um, and Gam's mini golf outing in the future. Yes, we could definitely do that. All right. So uh, the time is now 9 a.m. I see you, Stacy Latrice Saldana. I see you. Um, last words. Go out, make today, make make something great today. Make something great. Make something great. Just be be good. Try to be above the fray. That's a good good piece of advice. Good you piece know, of advice. You start it from there. The only direction you can go is either down or up. <laughs> All right. Um, so it's Monday. Have a good week. Have a strong week. Have a positive, motivational, and dedicated week. And uh, we will see you guys back here tomorrow at 8 a.m. for some more news. And uh some more of the content that you love take care of yourself and each other yeah.